looking back, a lot of the problems that we had in our relationship, I can't even fully just put on my insecurities and my lack of confidence. I wasn't ready. I wasn't mature. I didn't have guidance. I didn't know how to be a man. I was selfish. I had mommy issues. And if you put all of these dynamics in one relationship, in one overweight, unhappy man, it's just a, it's just a formula for disaster. Welcome to the Get Well, Get Money podcast. My name is Robert Briggs Glover, the ex-fat boy turned fitness entrepreneur. This podcast is about life transformation, body, mind, finances. And I'm going to be using the lessons that I've learned and the lessons that my guests have learned in order to get you guys on the right path towards wellness and wealth. This is episode three. Welcome to episode three, guys. We made it to the third episode. (laughs) Whew. Let me tell you, when I when I signed up for this podcast, I had no clue how hard it was going to be to to align my schedule with people in order to get guests on my show. I have a lot of people who are excited, who have agreed to, to come on to the show, but it's like almost impossible to actually make these these sit downs happen. But Everything happens for a reason. I believe that at the core of my existence. So I'm going to let things lay where they lie. I think I just made that up. Anyway, so every Thursday, I'm going to drop a new episode. I don't care if it's sleeting outside. I don't care if Armageddon is coming. Every Thursday, there will be an episode uploaded to wherever you listen to podcasts. I've committed to this 100%. If it comes to the time where I should start uploading more than one episode a week, I will. But for now, until I learn the ropes a little bit, and I figure out my pace and I, you know, I work some of the kinks out of the process. I'm going to upload one episode a week every Thursday. So uh, recently I uploaded a video where I spoke about I briefly spoke about some of my insecurities. And I had a few people who really resonated with some of the things that I said, even though it was just like a small soundbite where I mentioned some of my insecurities, uh, they they you know, connected with it. And I had a few people ask me to elaborate a little bit more. So this episode is going to be me talking more about my insecurities, my insecurities now that I still have post weight loss and post being in a a better financial situation and some of the insecurities that I had prior to losing weight, which of course, and this goes without saying, were way more significant. Nevertheless, I, I still have insecurities as we all do. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more on this on this episode of the podcast. Um, today was an interesting day, man. Like, all right. So, look, we have about five or six weeks before our lease is up and we have to move. And today was really the first day that we seriously started looking at places. Now, we're in between getting a house or renting another apartment and it's been stressful man it's oh my goodness like i thank god for cammy she's she's a very level-headed easygoing person really you know in a relationship there's normally one crazy one and one calm one yeah i'm the crazy one in my relationship i'm not a crazy let me stop lying i'm crazy but in a in a logical kind of way and I guess that discussion, I'm going to save that for a whole nother podcast. But anyway, we started early this morning 
We looked at a few places. It's it's just stressful. I'm not gonna get into the boring details of our house hunt. It was a very stressful day in a good way. When I say stressful, I don't mean to sound ungrateful. I don't want to sound like I don't acknowledge my blessings. I'm very blessed. I have way more things, you know, to praise about my life than to complain about. But I'm just letting you guys in on my day. Um, I had, and you know, <laughs> this is funny. This is the third time this has ever happened. I had one of my daughter's friends, quote unquote friends. I don't know what kind of how friendships work nowadays with these kids. But I had one of my daughter's friends DM me. Now, sidebar. Me becoming more of a, I guess, public figure, you know, me being more recognized when I go out in the public has has changed my life, has changed my life on on levels that I did not anticipate. It's crazy. This adjustment, like I I never thought I, for instance, the other day I went into the bank and I wanted to withdraw quite a significant amount of cash from my account um, for an investment. And the bank teller knew who I was. And it was it was so awkward because she's looking at my account. She has all my information, you know, <laughs> the, the balances from all my accounts, my address, my, my credit information. She has all of this stuff in front of her. But she knows my life. It, it was just weird. It was a very awkward situation. And I have to be more mindful of these things. Whereas before I didn't have to think about stuff like that. Nobody knew who I was. And and it's just it's just an adjustment. Anyway, to piggyback on that story, now my, my kids, their friends know who I am. They know how to reach me on social media. They watch you know, they watch the YouTube channel, they follow me on Instagram, they follow me on Twitter, which is another reason why I have to be super mindful of the type of content that I that I create, because I have my not just my kids, but my kids friends watching me. So I had my daughter's friend send me a D, a DM. I guess her and my daughter has some sort of disagreement and she called herself snitching on my daughter about some stuff. I'm not going to really get into the details, but the point is I brought that up because it, it it tripped me out. Like now these are the things that I don't think people who are not into the social media business, they don't have to deal with this type of stuff. I'm pretty sure, you know, my neighbor don't have his daughter's friends DMing him dirt on his daughter. It's It's crazy. But anyway, it was an interesting day. I definitely had to end it we went to the bar. I had some food. I had about three bourbon and Cokes. And again, because I get asked this a lot. Yes, I do drink once in a while. I don't, I'm not a everyday kind of drinker. I'm not even an every week kind of drinker, but don't get it twisted. I definitely drink. I probably have about 10 drinks a month. That's about my average. So, it was a real, it was a really stressful but blessed day and it ended at the bar and then I came home I'm like okay I'm going to unwind <laughs> I got a funny story so I I came home I'm like all right I'm going to take a shower I'm going to put my phone away I'm going to you know meditate a little bit I'm going to envision how the podcast 
you know, how it goes once I turn the mic on and I'm thinking about the things I want to talk about. Cool. So right before I get in the shower, I sit down, I, I, I go to take a poop, right? And I don't know if I'm getting in trouble for this. And if I do, I'll blame it on the bourbon and Cokes. So I, so I sit down on the toilet, right? Now, mind you, and I'm going to... I'm. <laughs> all right, listen. If y'all don't know me by now, right? For all the people who are listening to this right now that are not familiar with me, I'm a very candid, I'm a very transparent person. So please pardon me. If you don't, if, if you have an issue with forwardness you may want to cut this off right now so look uh right before i get in the shower of course i go to take a poop and i i drop one turd boom and then a thought came in my mind because in my head i'm thinking like okay what do i want to talk about on the podcast today so i dropped one turd boom and i got up to 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 because i thought an idea came to my mind and i wanted to put it i wanted to put it in my phone so i go in the room to grab my phone so I could, you know, add it to my note. And and Kimmy, you know, she came up to me, you know, sensually. She starts kissing me on my back. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, obviously she, you know, she, you know. So I'm like, ah, oh, damn, what what do I do in a situation? Like she, she obviously wants, she wants the D right now. But I was like literally in the middle of taking a poop. And I had really already dropped the turd. So I was in a real predicament, right? Now, I don't know what you would do. And I'm going to keep it all the way 100. I gave her that work. I gave her the work even after I dropped the turd. I made sure I didn't uh, compromise the sheets. (laughs) I kept an eye on her face. Make sure she wasn't like sniffing around. (laughs) I can't believe I'm talking about this right now. But listen, I'm going to keep it on. And and listen, that happened. And then afterwards, I had the conversation with her. And we had a really good laugh about it. And this is why she's my best friend in the world. Because we could laugh about stuff like that. It, it was a moment. <laughs> and I just put that moment into the universe. But I want to piggyback on that. Now, I w- I've been trying to form the identity for this podcast, right? Because I'm thinking, okay, what are you going to do that's going to separate you from the hundreds and thousands of podcasts that are that are already in existence? I'm like, okay, y'all know me. I'm very transparent. I'm very, you know, um, candid. I'm very upfront about life and about the things I've gone through. And um, I thought about it. I want to have the conversations not just with big name people, but with people in general. I think the conversations that I want to have on this podcast is going to be the star. Not so much the people, like not so much the names. I want to have very honest, truthful conversations, the type of conversations that people normally run from. I want to really talk about the pain points. I want to talk about the, you know, the insecurities. You know, I want to talk about you know, the, the, the dark stuff, the, the stuff that's underneath the stuff that normally people discuss on the public forum. Right. But I want to I want to create I want to create a, a space. I want to create an atmosphere that will make people comfortable with having these conversations. We don't talk about emotions. We don't talk about, you know, 
the family, you know, the family history and, and, and how certain aspects of our relationships with our parents and certain aspects about how we were raised affected us emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally. Like we don't really have these conversations, uh, not not like we should. And especially as men, there's a lot of things as men that we allow our egos to dismiss from certain conversations and these conversations need to be had and i want to create a platform right here where we can have these deep rooted heavy conversations and it's not to put anyone's business in the street but it's to allow people to express things that other people are experiencing just to let the people listening know that they're not alone like i remember feeling like I was isolated with my issues, you know, like whenever I was going through anything, you know, whether it's, you know, relationships or depression or financial problems or weight problems, or I always felt like I was the only one going through this stuff. Right. And when I met someone or I heard an, a, an interview or watched a video or any any sort of conversation or anything like that, when I when I hear people mention their problems and and they talk about things that they've gone through and I connect with it, it instantly make, it kind of gives me this relief. Like, wow, I'm not the only person that deals with X, Y, and Z. And that's kind of what I want to do with this podcast. One aspect of what I want to do with this podcast, I want, I want to have real ass conversations. We're talking real forward truth. We're not we're not pity patting around it. We're not we're not playing with it. We're going to get to the nitty gritty of of the issues, the issues that we all face. Like, I don't understand why people try to hide all this stuff. We all go through the same stuff. Pardon me. I just hit the mic. We all go through the same stuff and it's OK for us to talk about it. I think if we talk about it, it it would allow us to. To. Together find a way to grow past certain issues like there's certain stigmas there's certain things that that aren't talked about and it's hard to create resolution to things that are that are hidden that are that are not put out there so anyway um just kind of want to give that little spiel about the direction of the podcast just to give you guys some more uh insight on on my my mission with this podcast because I'm a very mission oriented person. I think every everything I do has to be attached to some higher purpose. And uh, anyway, so if you're new to the podcast, um, I'll give you a quick rundown. I was 360 some odd pounds at my heaviest. Um, I had literally hit rock bottom in my life. I lost my job. My marriage failed and I was suicidal. So now five years later, I've recently got married. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I I consider myself a successful entrepreneur. I have an amazing family. My life literally feels like a dream, but my life has made such a 360 over those five years and I learned so much over those five years in this podcast I want to share some of the lessons that I learned you know during that process so like I mentioned you know this episode is going to be about some of the insecurities that I that I had and that I still currently have um but of course 
as an overweight person, I was very, very, very insecure about the way I looked. And these insecurities caused issues in every area of my life because I didn't have any confidence. And I think confidence is, is one of those things that changes every dynamic of a person's life. The way you think, the way you talk, the way you carry yourself, the way you dress, the way you perform in every area of your life is affected so much by your confidence level. And I had no confidence and that was, it was a problem. It was a problem. And not to mention I was married, you know, my kid's mom was my, my high school sweetheart, you know, and she was a smaller, uh, a smaller person. As I started gaining weight, it, it caused a lot of problems because I was always concerned with what she thought. When we got together, I didn't weigh 360 pounds. I wasn't skinny, but I, I didn't weigh 360 pounds. I always was thinking like, all right, damn, you know, is she going to leave me? I would compare myself to her exes. I think it's really hard to function in a relationship when you don't like who you are. And I didn't like who I was. I had, so the weight was one thing, right? Of course, the weight contributed to a lot of the issues that I had, but I also had other aspects of my life that made, made life challenging and made my relationship very challenging. Looking back, a lot of the problems that we had in our relationship, I can't even fully just put on my insecurities and my lack of confidence. I wasn't ready. I wasn't mature. I didn't have guidance. I didn't know how to be a man. I was selfish. I had mommy issues. And if you put all of these dynamics in one relationship, in one overweight, unhappy man, it's just a, it's just a formula for disaster. And, and in retrospect, you know, and I can only speak from my side. I'm not saying she was perfect, but in retrospect, I see a lot of the, the mistakes that I made. I've forgiven myself for them because it was just a part of my process. It was I had to grow past a lot of the behaviors and thought patterns and the mindset that I had back then. Some other insecurities that I had was my financial status, like my financial situation. I had terrible financial habits. And then I had a bunch of friends who who made a lot of fast money. So they always, you know, they always had nice cars and nice clothes. And I wasn't, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna say I was the broke one of the group, but I had the least money and I would try to compete with them. Maybe it was because of my lack of confidence. I was trying to fill voids with material things, which in essence put me further in debt, which made me handle my money even more terribly. And it was just another formula for disaster in my life. I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses and putting a lot of time and, and, and energy on things that didn't matter when I had a family to take care of. I, I like I should I shouldn't have been in the club popping bottles. I shouldn't have been buying 22 inch rims for my car. I shouldn't have been doing these things when I had a wife and kids at home, you know, not to say I wasn't there for my family, but I wasn't there in the capacity that I should have been in retrospect. Right. But again, it was due to my insecurities. I was I was trying I was searching for 
external acceptance, you know, from my peer group, from the Internet. You know, there, there was a lot of problems that these insecurities caused in my thought patterns. And it made me do things that I, that I now I don't regret. But I, in retrospect, I understand the, the the mistakes that I made. And and now I share this to, to help give other people insight. I made a lot of mistakes. I learned a lot from these mistakes, and that's why I don't regret it. I do regret how it affected anyone else's life, whether it be my ex, whether it be my kids, whether it be my family, my friends. That's the only part that I regret. But had I not make these made these bad choices, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I value who I am today. And therefore, I value those those choices for the lessons that they that they taught me. Another reason why I was insecure is because I, I didn't live with integrity. I, I, I can't say that I was an honest person. Right. And that's something that causes problems in anyone's life. When you when you're when you don't move properly, when you're not truthful, when you're not honest, when you're not loyal, when you're not respectful these sort of things will make you insecure because it's going to have you thinking, you know, a guilty conscience is a mother. Like it's an M effort. Listen, it will, it will have you formulating all types of things in your imagination that aren't true. You know, it'll have you blaming people for things just because you are doing dirt. It's just, it's another formula for cancer in a relationship in, in a relationship of any sort, whether it's a romantic relationship, relationship at work, relationships with your friends, when you're not living right. And this can go down to because everyone's uh, definition of living right is different. You know, everyone has a different moral compass. And I get that. But you know what I mean? You have that thing in your gut that tells you when you're doing something wrong. And I did a lot of things that my gut told me was wrong. And it was partly because I was selfish. It was partly because I didn't know any better. It was partly because I just didn't care. I didn't care enough. All I cared about was fulfilling my needs. All I cared about was relief and relieving pressure in my life. I would run away from pressure. I would run away from, from things that challenged me. And when, when I did that, it, it just caused problems in my life. And now I, I handle things differently. I, I don't run away from pressure. I don't try to cut corners. When you try to cut corners, listen, every time I've tried to cut a corner in my life, it has led me to experiencing some really bad things. It has led me to experiencing some pain because in that moment, yes, you cut a corner to, to try to relieve pressure, right? And I'm not going to get into specifics, but you guys know what I mean. We've all done this. We've all tried to catch a break, you know, here or, you know, get a hookup there. I mean, I'm not nothing wrong with hookups. Don't let me get it twisted. But there's 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 a line and there's levels to you trying to cut corners and you not either putting in the work or you not, you know, being honest or and that's a whole nother podcast in itself, but I just want to leave that with you guys. I've tried to cheat the system 
on several levels with several things in my life and it always ended me in a bad place. So don't do it. Just follow protocol and everyone's protocol is different and in different situations this applies in you know in different ways. But just be honest. Have integrity. Live with integrity. It always pays off in the long run to do things the right way. Doing the right thing is always the right thing to do. Straight up. Now, fast forward five years later, I still have insecurities. <laughs> Here's the thing. like I've lost 150 pounds. I'm no longer broke. I have a totally different life. I live with a different moral code. I, f I carry myself a lot differently now. But that doesn't mean that I'm not still insecure about certain things. You know, I, my mind is still trying to catch up. Like I made a post the other day on Instagram and I spoke about how, you know, a lot of people think when you lose weight, your insecurities, your confidence is automatically going to be top notch. Like, no, it's still you still got a lot of work to do on your mindset, you know, like financially, like when I was broke. I would thought like, okay, damn, if I could just have $40,000 in my account, I would be happy. Nope. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm happy. But it, what, I'm say, what I'm saying is I thought that money would, would fix a lot of these conflicts that I have in my head, and it did not. It did not. I just want to let you guys know that. Um, but like I, I mentioned in the post, my, my body changed and my financial situation changed kind of drastically over the last three to five years but i'm still i still have other areas of my life you know my mindset my soul my my you know I, I don't really know how to put this in words but there's other aspects of my life that are still catching up to my body you know the, the body transformation and the, the financial transformation i still have other areas that i still need to grow in so those two areas didn't fix my life i'm still developing i'm still maturing i'm still gaining wisdom and um i'm grateful that i have the awareness of this because the awareness my self-awareness is one of I, I think is one of my secret weapons and why i'm so confident in what i'm going to do with my life i know myself very well and i'm learning myself more and more every single day and you have to pay attention. Like I think self-awareness and it's that's one of those terms that are that are thrown around a lot lately. But it's it's such a powerful thing. You have to you have to be mindful of of you need to know yourself, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're starting a business, whether you're doing anything. It's one of the most vital keys is to know yourself on a very deep, deep level. Right. But I digress. Let me get back. So so my current day, I my current day insecurities, they just look a little bit different. Like now, you know, as I'm growing into a, a leader and that's not even something that I foresee I, I seen coming in my life. But that's I'm, I'm seeing that this is a part of my assignment. I overthink a lot of things. It's something, it's a responsibility. Me being a leader is a responsibility that I take very seriously. And I never see myself as a leader. 
So with that comes me, of course, I'm an overthinker. I'm thinking, okay, damn, like, am I really fit? Like I have my, I have doubts sometimes. I'm like, am I really fit to be a leader? Am I teaching people the right way? Am I, you know, because I don't, I, I take pride in, in being able to guide people in the right direction. But then I've never done this before. This is all uncharted territory for me. So I have my moments where I'm thinking like, damn, I'm ho- I hope I'm not giving someone the wrong advice or I'm not steering someone in the wrong direction. I have these moments, but the, I mean, of course, they're just moments. And then I snap out of it and I think, you know, I'm I'm being guided right now. Whether, you know, whatever your religious faith or your spiritual faith, I'm being guided by a higher power of some sort. You call it the universe, call it God, call it Allah, whatever you call it, I'm being guided by something. And I have to trust in that something. That something is going to continue to stare me in the right way. Am I going to make mistakes? Absolutely. But I have to have faith that my mission that the mission that I feel on me, I'm equipped to carry out that mission or else it would not have been assigned to me. But I I say that to say, I still have moments where I I doubt myself and that's totally normal. We all, we all do. Old bricks, fat bricks, let's call them fat bricks, his mistakes, his choices, his insecurities still haunt me to this day. There was a lot of choices that I made back then that I still have guilt about, you know, like, like to this day, I still feel like, am I being the best dad that I can be? And I I have these mental battles with myself about, about that. Like, am I giving my children the best me that I can give? Am I dividing myself too much? Or, you know, there's a lot that goes through my brain when it comes to my status as a father that makes me sometimes have insecurities about that. You know, when you're dealing with a co-parenting situation, you know, my, my kid's mom is married and she's about to have more children. They have their unit. And then we have our unit here. We have totally different views on life. We have totally different principles that we live by and I'm trying to be the best influence on my on my kids lives and and be a great example of what a man should be and try to teach them the things that I I want to teach my kids how to be free thinkers and how to be you know uh entrepreneurial minded and how to be you know creative and you know like all these things when these are these are not things that are really nurtured in in the household with their mom and their stepdad i mean as far as i know i can't really speak but just based on what i know like i'm trying to teach them how to make healthy eating choices more regularly they don't really eat the way we eat you know their 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 mom and their stepdad I mean, I know their stepdad does, but I, I don't know. Let me, I can't speak for what goes on into, in their house. All I can see, all I can speak on is what I notice about the, the my kids when I, when I spend time with them, right? And it's kind of hard. I just want to be the best dad. I want to help nurture the best aspects of them. I want, I want them to identify their strengths. I want them to have self-awareness. I want them to identify their purpose 
and I want them to have the best life possible that they can have, right? They have great influences at their mom's house with their stepdad. Their stepdad is a great guy. I really appreciate everything that he has brought to their lives. Their mom is great, but we have different views on things, and it sometimes makes it really difficult. And anyway, I, I just kind of veered off, but that's, you know, that's one of the insecurities that I still have, you know, me thinking about how good of a dad I'm being. And then another big insecurity I have is my marriage. I'm married now. And I like before I just had to think about myself and my children. Right. And now I literally have a whole entire being <laughs> Miss Candace, Kimmy, Camille Glover that I have to to throw into that mix now. And I'm a very intense person, I've been told. Let me say that. And she has the patience for me. But sometimes, you know, I'm insecure about whether or not I'm being a good husband and friend to to her because I'm a lot to do with. I, I'm a lot to do with. And I'm pretty sure any woman who's in a relationship with a, a purpose-driven man ambitious man who whose mind never turns off who's always moving and shaking who's always developing ideas who's always trying to make content like i can i'm sure any woman who's with that type of man understands exactly what i'm saying and they can relate to what kimmy has to deal with with me i treat her really good you know don't get me wrong but i come with a lot not to mention, you know, the emotional baggage from from my family and my childhood. And it's just a lot that comes with me. And she just handles it like a chant. And I have moments where I'm thinking like, OK, am I still being selfish? Am I still being selfish? Am I giving her enough? You know, because she requires she asks so little of me. And it's so easy for me to get carried away with everything else I got going on. I got to make sure that I pull myself back and, th and that I remind myself that I need to be given to her just as much as I'm given to my business or that I'm given to my children. Because really, she's priority number one in my life now. She is my life partner. She is my 50-50. She's my better half. She's my everything. And I need to make sure that I don't get carried away with everything else I got going on and keep her first. I need to make sure she's happy because none of this works without her. Point blank, period. And I'm going to get better at it. I'm going to become a better husband as time goes on. I'm, as I become a better person and, and, and a stronger man and a better leader and a more poised individual, I, I like I know things are going to work themselves out. So when I express these things, it's not with worry or fret. It's more just me. I'm just talking. I'm just letting you guys know, you know, some of the insecurities. And I speak about this stuff with hopes that this helps someone. You guys can can get some sort of insight or can relate to this in some sort of way or it, you know, sparks a shift in your perspective let me tell you, there's, there's not a lot of things more powerful than a perspective shift. I've had some things shift my perspective, and these perspective shifts 
these, this is not a good word to say on this mic. These perspective shifts have essentially changed my life. I'm, t- I'm telling you, like, life is all mental. That's a whole nother conversation. But um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to end the, the podcast right here. We all have insecurities. We all have things that we're fighting. We all have things that we're growing through, right? Don't just go through it, grow through it. And um, I just wanted to put some of that stuff out there. Hopefully this stuff's helpful to someone. I really appreciate you guys for listening. I promise these podcasts are not going to just be me talking about my life. I promise. It's just, it's hard to line up guests. I'm learning how this stuff works. Uh, But I promise, you know, I got some really dope guests. We're going to have some really life-changing, vulnerable, truthful conversations. The conversations that you normally don't hear on these platforms. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make that happen. I promise. Um, stick with me through this journey, y'all. Like this is, I'm excited. I, I really think I found, I found my home with podcasting. I'm enjoying this so much. It comes so easily, and it's only gonna get better. And I want you guys to to continue to support me. Just know that this podcast is gonna grow. And it's going to get better and better every single episode. So please tune in every Thursday. For now, I'm going to do it every single Thursday. Please leave reviews. Send me a DM. Screenshot the podcast. Everybody everybody who screenshotted the podcast, I've commented and I, you know, I've thanked each and every one of you guys for doing that. I really appreciate it. Like that love, man, it makes me smile. It makes my day every single time I see one of those screenshots. I appreciate that, guys. Uh, Until next time, I'll talk to y'all later. Peace.